0: Hello and welcome to Camera Eats First. My name is Devin.
1: And I'm Catherine,
0: And together we are Two Market Girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog. And this is our podcast where we talk about things like veganism, how we make our recipes, how we run our blog, and we keep you up to date on trending news topics in the vegan world. So this week, we are gonna be talking about what it's like to run a YouTube channel when you are physically distancing from your co-host of the YouTube <laughs> channel during a pandemic
1: yeah hey co-host hi (laughs) (laughs) co-host
0: but before we get into that we have a little bit of news so let's uh let's roll that intro this is plant-based news with cat and dev bringing you their unsolicited opinions on the stories and scandals taking the vegan world by storm hello and welcome to the news my name is devin
1: And I'm Catherine. This week, making news, turkey patties. (laughs) But not your ordinary turkey patties. No, that's right. Vegan turkey patties.
0: Straight from Trader Joe's. (laughs)
1: Leave (laughs) it to Trader Joe's to make a vegan version of turkey burgers.
0: Your friendly neighborhood Trader Joe's now carries a turkey patty made out of pea protein.
1: I wonder, like, what the difference is between, like, A vegan beef patty and a vegan turkey patty.
0: Yeah, and, like, they're – because they have beef protein patties as well at Trader Joe's, and I think those are pea protein-based as well. So I wonder what the distinguishing flavors are that they've added.
1: Yeah, like, what makes it a turkey burger or any – like what makes the texture different what makes the uh taste different because like the texture I've never had a turkey burger but I imagine the texture is much different than say a beef burger
0: if I'm remembering it correctly it's kind of like well have you ever had a chicken burger that isn't like a fried chicken burger
1: no I've never had a ground chicken burger I've only ever had like either it's just like a chicken breast type thing yeah on
0: like I guess it's sort of similar texture like I could, I could get over the texture, but I mean the flavor is very, very different. Obviously.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but I'm, I'm, they they sell for four ninety nine for two four ounce patties.
1: That's pretty good. Cause is that the same price as their beef patties? I think so, right?
0: Uh, it doesn't say in this article, but I would guess they must be around the same price if they're made out of the same thing and they're the same size. Unless yeah. these turkey patties have some magical secret expensive ingredient <laughs> or cheap ingredient.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I am intrigued by them, that's for sure. That'd be one that I wouldn't mind, like, when we're eventually allowed to go to the United States and everything is, like, all good. It would be one that I'd be interested in trying.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, speaking of other meats that we don't really know what they taste like, the world's first <laughs> vegan spam was debuted this yeah. week.
1: Yeah.
0: A thing we didn't know we needed.
1: Which, like... Who knows? Maybe spam is delicious. Neither of us have had it. But maybe like it I is. I hear like some people say it's so delicious. It's like the food of their childhood essentially like or and I've heard some people think it's like absolutely disgusting. So I feel like it's one of those things you either love or you hate.
0: Yeah. I I think I've just never really taken it seriously as a food because it's, Cause it's meat a in can a can. can. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it is I think it's kind of bigger in Asia. Yeah. In and in their cooking. So it is actually it debuted in Hong Kong. It's not Mm -hmm. here in North America yet. And it is made out of soybeans, wheat, beets, and coconut oil.
1: I feel like like again, I've never had it, so it could be completely wrong. But when you look at spam, like it kinda reminds you of like a hot dog. Yeah. like the thic- or like a bologna, like yep. similar textures and consistencies so I can ima- like I feel like that would actually be a good one that's made vegan because like you can kind of get that like similar texture that's true I mean they maybe do... not the flavor but
0: yeah they do in the article they talk about spam as like a luncheon meat in Asia mm-hmm so I guess like you're along the right lines with baloney and stuff like that yeah but the same company they're called Omni foods um Mm -hmm. they are also launching a plant-based version of a pork shoulder
1: interesting right wow yeah
0: it doesn't talk that much about the pork shoulder in this article but both of these products are launching um in hong kong at restaurants i believe Mm -hmm. and then it says retail packs of the two products will be available in hong kong in july
1: that seems like like maybe i just know nothing about like the food product world but it really seems like the thing that vegan products like to do is to debut their products in restaurants first
0: yeah yeah
1: it's very interesting like i wonder if that makes it just like feel more like elite and more special if you Mm. can get it at a restaurant only first and like if the restaurants cook it really really well and really showcase how good it is
0: That's fair. If anyone's going to cook it right and give people the, like, right introduction to it, it is a restaurant. But at the same time, how do you know if you're reaching the entire market that you could be reaching?
1: Mm -hmm. I'm curious what the, like, if anyone who listens that's part of, like, the food product world, if you have experience or know about why brands do this, where they introduce it through restaurants first, I'm really curious about it
0: tell us your secrets we want to do an expose (laughs) podcast episode please
1: yes (laughs) tmg investigates (laughs) vegan Uh, spam
0: (laughs) we'll start with spam and who knows what's next but next in the news this is actually an old article it came out at the beginning of march but now that it's actually warm here in (laughs) toronto it feels more relevant and i it came back to my mind today um, nestle actually launched a vegan version of their ice cream drumsticks you know those like iconic ice so cream good. treats you'd get in the summer
1: like that was like that's like my childhood right it's so good that and like the ones that actually have like the chocolate dome yes with the nuts on top that oh so good
0: yeah so they've launched these only in canada they're not not in the states yet as far as we know I think
1: uh, it's because they're not owned by the same. Like I think Nestle Canada and Nestle U.S. is separate.
0: Yeah. So for once, we get something first. <laughs> what? It's like A&W. A and W.
1: A and W Canada and A and W U.S. are separate. So we got the Beyond Burger here. <laughs> yeah. It just takes companies separating for Canada to get it first.
0: <laughs> Whatever it takes, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it does come in two flavors. So there's a caramel version and then there's a vanilla chocolate swirl version. You get four cones in a box. And now we couldn't find um, what the retail price of, is, of it is or what stores are carrying it right now. Um, but we did look into the ingredients. And it, they call themselves a plant-based indulgence. It doesn't actually say coconut-based or soy-based or almond. Mm -hmm. the ingredients were a lot of well everything
1: yeah it's like got coconut in it it has soy in it it has palm oil in it like it's a little bit of everything it's basically a mixture of sugars and oils which is like a lot of plant-based um ice creams but like i feel like usually it leans one way or the other but it seems like it's just a combination of like everything
0: Maybe those are the kind of ingredients you need to have, like, an ice cream that holds that,
1: like, drumstick shape. Yeah. You know? And doesn't, like, melt instantly.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just science. You gotta... Science? I mean, it's not healthy, but, I mean, it's ice cream. You don't go to an ice cream cone to be healthy.
1: I went onto Superstore's website to see if I could find it. And, actually, they're on sale right now, so you should go to Superstore. I gotta go. Um, Sale ends the 27th. Oh my god, um, episode over. I'm going to the store. So normally they're seven dollars, which let me see if I can find the non dairy ones. I don't know or the dairy ones to see if how that compares. I can't I it seems like it's comparable ish to some of them. Like there's some drumstick varieties um that are dairy that are seven dollars as well for four. So it seems it's pretty like fair. Um uh so it's four for seven dollars right now it's on sale for four dollars though so
0: until the 27th
1: until the 27th you're
0: telling me i missed my chance when i went grocery shopping
1: i mean can you go grocery shopping earlier this week oh (laughs) my goodness i don't
0: know Catherine. i don't know (laughs) (laughs) this is serious
1: Um, But it seems like so. The drumstick products, at least at Superstore, range from $5 to $7 regular price. So, it's at the high end. But there are other ones that are $7 that are at non-dairy. So, it's not too bad. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Devin, you got to get on this. You got to try it. I I wonder if it's at No Frills. I'll give that a search after.
0: I definitely... You know what? It's because last week, I got very distracted. I got very excited because Superstore did have the Beyond sausages and they just like... (laughs)
1: one product at a time
0: (laughs) yeah and you know what those are pretty expensive too they're nine dollars for four sausages and i bought one of each flavor okay they had italian and hot spicy italian and obviously i had to get both so if i had come home with the drumsticks too i think they would have been like okay we're gonna take away the credit card now
1: okay it's time for devin to take a break from the grocery shopping (laughs) who else wants to go
0: (laughs) nobody (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> all right. So, Devin, we're going to put a cap on your spending. Each <laughs> spending trip, you can only spend this much. The bank knows.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> all right. I think that's all we have for the news this week.
1: Yeah. Some cool products coming out.
0: Yeah. It feels like regular times to talk about new products, at least.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's going to be it for this edition of In the News. I'm Devin.
1: And I'm Catherine.
0: And that's the way the turkey patty crumbles? I hope (laughs) it doesn't
1: crumble. I don't
0: know. (laughs) All right. So we're not going to do our regular or irregular pandemic diaries this week. What a change. No
1: pandemic diaries. Well, I mean, it's like a version of pandemic diaries. It's just not about like how we're doing.
0: (laughs) It's true. It's still a pretty significant part of our life.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Instead, we're actually, we try to actually do like, get back to like episode format let's do something that like still relates to what people are going through but you know offers some like i don't know is more of like an information-based podcast or like yeah
0: Yeah. it's less just us talking about our problems
1: yeah (laughs) yeah we're gonna talk about other problems (laughs) i think we people have heard enough of our uh problems and our (laughs) my legs hurt from sitting too much and (laughs) my eyes hurt and my neck hurts everything hurts we're fine
0: (laughs) okay well instead we're gonna talk about our other problems or how we found some solutions to running our youtube channel while we're not allowed to see each other
1: yeah which was like so daunting at first
0: yeah I never thought this would be something we'd be able to do like if we ever moved further away from each other or something I was like I don't know what would happen
1: yeah it's kind of funny that like because we've talked about like you've talked about at, w- at one point there was like the thought that you might move out west mm-hmm. not nothing like serious but like you'd always thought about doing that I talked about really liking Montreal and like we like would briefly come up or like what would happen if like we move for far enough away from each other that like because it doesn't even need to be like even just like moving a couple hour drive away from each other would be like a lot. Mm-hmm. So like what would happen if we move further away? How would like would we still be able to keep up the channel? And like I know we p- had briefly talked about maybe it's like setting aside time during the year to just get so much content done that you don't need to do content for a long time, which would be really difficult to mm-hmm. do. But so like this whole scenario has kind of almost prepared us in a way to be able to do stuff. Like if we ever do move away from further away from each other or something like that. So it's been an interesting uh, challenge.
0: Yeah, it's it's shown us that it would be possible, but it's also shown us how much harder it would make things.
1: Yeah. And like that it's more work and kind of less fun.
0: Yes. Yeah. Definitely.
1: <laughs> so, like the like, like it, we still enjoy making the videos, but like I don't know. It just it feels more work, less fun now. When before it felt more fun, less work.
0: Yeah, it'd be like we're we hang out. F- we're hanging out for a day, but while we're hanging out, we are making these videos and making these recipes, yeah. and it also. It felt like the work was more even because, like, mm-hmm. you're in there cooking. So, of course, it's f- I do all the filming and then it's not overwhelming for either of us. Whereas when you're doing the cooking and the filming, like, that's a lot more work.
1: Yeah, it feels like we're both doing significantly more work because, yeah. like, you also have to cook now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: And take your own photos.
0: Yeah, those are great, too.
1: Uh, so, yeah, like, we're each kind of doing each other's thing other than like i still edit all the photos and you still edit all the videos mm-hmm. but like we're each still kind of like we're each doing more like no no one of us gets to do less like it's not like one of us is doing more and the other person's doing less we're both doing more <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. and like with our wednesday videos like just before this they had kind of started to get to the point where they weren't as overwhelming because i kind of i was getting better at them like recipe yeah. videos I could follow a formula. I know how it's going to go. Wednesdays would be a little bit trickier, but I was like finding a rhythm with those. And now the (laughs) Wednesday videos take me usually at least three days to edit. Yeah. And that's like four hour sessions each day at least.
1: So that's taking you like 12 hours, half a day. Yeah. That's a long time. (laughs) Yeah.
0: They're very daunting. Even like the thought of starting them like, oh boy, strap in. We're going for a ride. It's going to be a long one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, there's just, like, the whole thing of, like, for me having to, like, remember to film, because, like, there's so often, like, because I'm so used to you filming while I cook, mm-hmm. I n- never really have to think a lot of, like, oh, I have to change angles, or I have to do this, or I have to make sure this is getting shot, because, like, that's your job to do that. Mm-hmm. So now I'm, like, oh, like, I'll, I think there's, like, three videos where I just, like, didn't shoot a portion of the recipe, and I'm just, like, oh, right, whoops, <laughs> You just, like, completely forget.
0: Yeah, but it's also, like, no one has really complained about I know anything, so it's kind of like, yeah. we were doing a lot of stuff before, and and now they'll just, whatever, they're just happy to keep getting the recipes, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, if they I don't mean, see you seems... put
0: it in the oven, they don't really care.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess we can go into, like, how we approached... This, like, work from home, stay at home scenario first. Um, I think, like, we kind of just, like, I mean, everyone had to just kind of jump right into this. Mm -hmm. But, like, we didn't even take, like, a weekend off, right? We were just like, all right, let's do this. Yeah. Um, I don't really even really remember what the first video was. Neither do I.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's been so long. Well, actually, it was probably a Wednesday video. Was it the baking video?
1: Um, that might so we been... baked together. Yeah, there was also the one where I um I just stood in front of the camera and baked. I didn't change any angles. Which one was that? Cookie? Was it a cookie? Yeah, yeah. Why can't I remember what cookie? It well, was? you made
0: the Fruit Loop cookies for my birthday. Fruit?
1: Okay, was it that one? It was the Fruit Loop. I think cookies so. Too, then I think that was the first recipe yeah. that we filmed. And it's changed since then, too, so. Yeah. I think, like, the first, like, few videos were just, like, finding the groove of things.
0: Yeah. Which, but yes. be, like, everybody was still finding their groove then.
1: Yeah. I feel like no- people weren't even paying attention to us, so it's fine. <laughs> 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 Everyone was just trying to figure out their own life. Yeah. Truly. Um, so, yeah. We kind of, like, approached it in that, like, we could do video mm-hmm. for the intro and outro. Um, And then, like, I don't remember if the plan was always for you to make the stuff, too. I think so,
0: because I, you know, I wanted to be able to try it when you were trying it. I didn't feel like (laughs) you would just
1: stand there in the outro.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Catherine, tell me what you're tasting. (laughs) Tell me about all these flavors.
1: Like, really describe it as if I'm eating it. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it like posed like this, like, really interesting new I think we both, throughout this whole process, since we've both had to, like, I've had to film more, you've had to do more photos. We've, we've both kind of like ha- found a new respect for what each other does and realized how difficult it can be. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because, like, guys, I hate video. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like so. Like, I think photo first all the time, right? So yeah. it's so hard to think video.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, But your your filming is getting way better than when we started.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to like uh, pay more attention to it, first of all, and like pay more attention to the settings that I'm using and like playing around with them to figure out what what works best. Yeah. Um, Because like there were a few videos where like the footage was just so shaky and I was like, why is this happening? (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. But what about you on the photo side? Um. I don't like because you're shooting all natural light too
0: yeah I don't have lights and I also don't have the closet of props that you have yeah
1: Yeah. I'm
0: very much used to having that to help build the scene and build Mm -hmm. like a photo that is at least interesting so I feel like whenever I go to take a photo it ends up being so basic because I just like I don't know what to use or even where to put it like yeah I have plain tables but they're it's still kinda of boring. Um but maybe now that we have nice weather I can try some stuff outside and that'll give me more space and more mm-hmm. to play with. Yeah. Um but at least like I I at least know what I'm doing with my camera. I really thought I had another lens around here to use, but I don't know <laughs> where it went.
1: Which one are you using?
0: Just the normal one, sixteen to fifty five. Don't you
1: have a fifty?
0: That's what I thought too.
1: <laughs> yeah, where is that thing?
0: Where <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's strange. Yeah, because I thought, oh, I could shoot some stuff on that, get some nice depth yeah. of field.
1: But no. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, basically, when like the process of shooting a video now has changed so much, and mm-hmm. that like I don't know what your process like. Do you have any process leading up to video other than making the recipe for the? outro no
0: it's mostly just making sure i'm getting my cooking done and then i'm pretty much ready when you are
1: got it yeah so like mine is um first of all getting the recipe written earlier than i would normally because i also have to send it to devin early enough for her to grocery shop mm-hmm. <laughs> cuz usually you i i think i've learned you go to grocery shopping thursdays normally yeah. right <laughs> yeah so i'm like okay well, by wednesday night i you have to get the recipe to devin <laughs> yeah so that she can grocery shop for it Uh, And then at the beginning, I was doing a lot of the like um, the recipe video and like the voiceover and the photos like the Friday night or the Thursday night if I could. Uh, But that's changed uh, because like I just don't have the time to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. So I've been doing it on normal just shoot days on the weekend. Um, So like I have to actually record it and do the voiceover. And then we usually set up a call where we both have the recipe ready and then we do an intro and then the outro and taste it. And we're usually set up on like a Google chat and we have our mics hooked up <laughs> <laughs> and we have a camera so we could see each other and a camera set up to film ourselves. It's actually the most ridiculous thing.
0: <laughs> it is, yeah. I think the other interesting thing is too, like we used to, every weekend I would be at your house filming and now the big the bigger adjustment has really been for my family. <laughs> cuz every weekend they're like so like when are you filming when are we not allowed in the kitchen
1: <laughs> my like- favorite is like in between when we finish one video and then we're going into the second that break where your family just comes into the kitchen to get like snacks or whatever they need to yeah. get it's like <laughs> and every it gets time. significantly louder <laughs>
0: they're all like we're starving why can't we come into the kitchen can we come into the kitchen now like you guys should be very thankful for what hutch has to go through because they also have like a one-bedroom apartment that he's dealing with every weekend
1: and usually we're together so exactly
0: (laughs) yeah so i think that they are very thankful for the past three years when it hasn't been in our kitchen
1: yeah (laughs) um but yeah, and then what, whatever Wednesdays have basically become become what can we do while we're on a chat with each other. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like the what our videos for Wednesdays have become. Whether it's like we just filmed a cookbook review or like we're just baking with each other or I'm walking you through a recipe. Um, they've just become like, oh, let's just get on a... Because f- like I also think part of that is just we miss shooting with each other. Yeah. So those ones are usually the most fun. Um, but also like... Whatever Wednesdays would be so much more difficult if we weren't doing it that way. Because I don't know what we do.
0: Yeah, because I think, like, when we first started out, we tried to take Whatever Wednesdays way too seriously, which I don't know why we did, because we literally yeah. called them whatever. Oh. <laughs> um, but they kind of were the videos where we found our comfort in front of the camera and just kind of mm-hmm. let go a little bit and just went with the flow. So I feel like that's why... In order for us to like keep that kind of vibe to the Wednesdays we kind of have to do it together Because we very much do like vibe off of each other and our banter Mm -hmm. is better when we're together. So it's like, how do we replicate that when we're apart? Because that's the kind of content that we enjoy like making together, especially. Mm -hmm. And I mean, hopefully our audience does too, because they see like a different side of us in the Wednesday videos.
1: Yeah. Like I think the Wednesday videos are so much more rooted in our personality than cooking or food or anything else. Yeah. And the... Sunday videos are just kind of like our personality still in it, but I think they're much more about the food first, mm-hmm. and then Wednesday's just us to kind of hang out and film it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the when you were mentioning that, like it's like another side for people to see. Like John noticed that John, one of our patrons, really noticed it in our pantry tour video where he reached out it was like cat you're so different without devin and it's (laughs) so true like i feel like what if someone were to just see our wednesday videos they like see us as these like two really high energy people all the time yeah and like i am not like that (laughs) at all (laughs) without devin there i'm just like so i was like i don't want to talk to this camera (laughs) i don't like this
0: (laughs) yeah and then well like when i got that footage and when i was watching i was like oh my gosh she's being so quiet she's being so timid like this isn't this isn't the cat i know like there were some moments where you were like you know trying to just like loosen up but it was still you were toned down and then i was like comparing my footage where i'm just like this the chaotic mess that i usually am in the, in the kitchen i was like this is going to be a I almost thought it was going to be too stark of a contrast to mesh the footage together. Yeah. But then as I kept going through it and as we kept saying the same things, but then just kind of saying them slightly different because of how we were both feeling. I thought, okay, I think this can work because I think it is kind of funny to jump back and forth. And just the fact that we said so many of the same things, like, how could I split this up?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I honestly, like, I thought since we've been doing this almost four years... I really didn't re- think that like me filming alone would be that different. Cause I'm like, I'm used to filming. I'm used to talking in front of the camera, but like, I'm yeah. so used to you being there where like most of the time it just feels like we're hanging out. Yeah. So that like when it's just me, I'm like, I feel so awkward and I just don't <laughs> like this.
0: <laughs> I think for me, it's usually like, even sometimes before we get on to do like an intro and outro, it's, am I going to have like that, energy that I would usually have like how do I find that without having Kat here to have already like kind of got gotten in that mind space because we'd be together right so every time it's like that's kind of the daunting part is like okay the camera's going on and I gotta like bring that TMG energy but I don't have like the person that I get that energy from so sometimes I'm worried that is it am I gonna be okay to do this but (laughs)
1: You're fine, I think. <laughs> <laughs> At least for that video, you were fine. Yeah,
0: and that but, one, you want to know why that one was fine? Why? Because we had filmed together before I filmed that footage.
1: Oh, so you well, were just ha- riding high I already. think so. I had the warm-up with you already. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I don't, like, because I think most people, like, I am not, the the way I am with you and, like, our other friend, close friends from, like, high school... I am not like that with almost anyone else. Like, there's very few other people that I'm like that with. So, like, I think anytime anyone else who isn't used to that kind of side of me sees that, they're like, wait, what? And I was like, (laughs) I'm a very different person with my other friends. (laughs) (laughs) So much of that personality and that, like, version of me comes from you guys and, like, that, like, group of friends that, like, it just doesn't come out with anybody else or alone.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's fair. And I wonder that, too. I'm like, there's some people that are watching these that might be watching these videos. And it's like, who who's this version of Devin?
1: <laughs> yeah, I just like uh, it's it's very like it is. I noticed it, too. And I even know like I noticed it while I was doing it. I'm like, wow, I'm so soft spoken in this video <laughs> when I was watching that pantry video back again I was like wow if I were doing this alone this would be a very different channel
0: (laughs) (laughs) you almost had like the the calm energy of pickup limes
1: that's actually what I thought too I was like wow would I have like a pickup slot pickup limes energy I just don't feel like a pickup limes energy when I'm like (laughs) with people (laughs) but another thing that's actually changed a lot is our recipe development because so like I don't go grocery shopping (laughs) anymore and a lot of, like, not a lot of the recipe development, but a lot of times, like, you can go to the grocery store to get things and, like, you'll see something on sale and that'll spark an idea or just, like, oh, let's grab this and, like, this and this. And it's completely different. Everything has had to be so pre-planned. Mm-hmm. And it's so strange and I don't like it. <laughs> um, and just, like, having to adjust recipes so on the fly because you don't know if you'll be able to get the ingredients or not. And accommodating for the fact that other people might not be able to get certain ingredients. So you want to still make recipes that people will be able to make, even if you're able to make them. And like other people might not have access to that ingredient. So it's such a weird dynamic now that I feel like like I feel like so many of our recipes are going to start looking the same because I'm like want to use the same core ingredients that I know people have. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm also trying to make sure we're still like making unique recipes.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really glad that we did make that shift to make sure our recipes are what people would be able to make and what people need right now. Because I also think that as a food blog or like any kind of blogger or quote unquote influencer right now needs to be mindful of the kind of content they're putting out. Because if you're still like flaunting a very um, elaborate or plentiful lifestyle when we're all Mm -hmm. living in a pandemic then you're not really being sensitive to the circumstances and what people are going through so if we had kept like trying to make the same level of recipes that we would make in normal circumstances i don't think people would like that and it i mean it wouldn't really be possible for us to do but it wouldn't Mm -hmm. it just wouldn't be right right yeah so I'm glad we made that shift, but I know I know it's a bigger challenge, but I mean the yeah. other upside is that now I test every recipe too, so you've got mm-hmm. like my experience to go off of as well. So you get like someone who's very experienced and really knows what they're doing is making the recipe, so you know that it's well done, and then your average devo <laughs> over here is just like, yeah, I, I hacked it together. I made it. Through. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Another thing, like, I've been seeing uh, a lot of, like, food bloggers still testing a lot, which, obviously, testing recipes is a part of it. You want to make sure it's going to work for everybody. But there's so much to it. I'm like, how are they doing this? Like, yeah. that's so much, so much stuff to buy that's, like either they're really great planners and they're buying like three times the amount of things so they can test each time, which maybe they are doing. But I'm like, how are they keeping up with all this? Like we go to the grocery store once a week yep. at, at the most once a week. And like I have to make, if not everything is in that grocery list, I have to somehow like make use of what else I have in my house because I'm not going to send Hatch out to get more things mm-hmm. during a pandemic. I'm just going to figure out from there on or like I live in the same building as my parents, so I'm like, have you gone grocery shopping yet this week? (laughs) Uh, If not, I need this. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So it's been, like, such a weird, like, thing to get around. And, like, we, like, made a recipe this week that I had, like, a certain... I didn't have to test it because I'd made it before and I made it a certain way. But then when Hutch went to the grocery store, they didn't have the tofu that I normally use. Mm-hmm. So I was like, they didn't have any tofu. I was like, wait, I need this for a recipe this week. This isn't even just like our lunches. This is a recipe. I need <laughs> this. Uh, but then luckily my parents, when they went shopping, found it. Um, not the exact thing, but I, I still had to kind of like make a shift. But it's it's posing such an interesting like uh challenge to testing and making recipes now
0: yeah and i like i know we we're definitely open about those challenges on the podcast obviously but people probably don't realize that as much of a shift has happened because Mm -hmm. i think front-facing if you're especially if you only follow us on instagram you're Mm -hmm. not really gonna know that that much has changed if you're following us on youtube well you know we're not together right now um But the recipe, like that challenge behind the recipe and just how conscious we're being of all those things and that the same things that everyone else is facing, like not having the freedom to go get whatever they want, whenever they want, like we are still dealing with that too. And I think the fact that you have added in, like when you're making a recipe and there is a possible substitution and you're making note of that, I think that is such a helpful thing that you've added because so many people are gonna hit that road bump where they really want to make something and they're just they can't find it right now because that's life right now
1: yeah and like I think it's something that I like I never thought to do before until now because like I don't I mean because of the situation everyone's in but it's always something that I've done anyways like I'm I feel like anyone who's new to cooking always feels like they need to follow things exactly um Mm -hmm. They like, but like me, when I'm making a recipe, I'm like, oh, I don't have this. I'll just substitute for this. It's similar flavor or whatever. It'll be close enough. Um, but I feel like a lot of people don't have that. Like, maybe it, maybe it's the confidence they don't have, and that they feel like they know what could substitute well. So I feel like yeah. just adding that in just gives them that sense of relief, and they're like, oh, it's okay to substitute things. It's okay to like, if I don't have this ingredient, I don't need to like go get it. I can just use this or this instead.
0: Yeah. So, you do, do you think, like, moving forward, there are certain habits or things we are picking up now that we might continue with, like, stuff like the substitutions?
1: Yeah, it's something that I've incorporated into our blogs and I would like to continue because, like, I think, like, it's, it's also a good way for people to just, like, get used to cooking, like, mm-hmm. knowing that they can substitute things for different things or that, like, Try it with this instead and you'll get a different flavor profile, but similar result. whatever. Um, I think it's like a cool way to also just make our recipes more useful to much more people. So like I try and with any of our recipes that like involve nuts, I try and involve like a nut free option. Like you can use these instead. Like this is a seed that would go well or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's like something that's like really useful even beyond a pandemic. Yeah. Um, for anyone who has allergies or just doesn't like a certain ingredient or the ingredients too expensive or they can't find it or whatever the issue is mm-hmm.
0: I, I think the thing I always wondered about like if we ever weren't spending as much time together and our YouTube channel I always wondered if we would film more videos solo like if that would become a regular thing and right like right now we're what 11 weeks into this thing going into 11 yeah. weeks yeah. And it still doesn't feel like that's going to become a norm. But in so. my mind, I, f- I always thought like, yeah, we'll probably have to do like some videos just solo because that's what we'll have to do.
1: Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm curious. I remember like at the beginning of this too, we thought of that as well. We're like, we'll probably just have to do some videos solo mm-hmm. um, because, you know, that's, it's just, it also just like a way to keep like so that you don't need footage from like a video chat or yeah. whatever like about the like quality of it and all that stuff but like I've attempted to do one video alone it did not go well I did not like it <laughs> <laughs> um I I don't know what like if we'll ever get to the point where we want to start doing videos alone more um I think if we ever did we would need somebody to help us though yeah like i would need someone to help me with the filming depending on what the video is yeah. um and you would need someone to help you with the filming so that you could be on camera and stuff like that mm-hmm. um so i like i wonder if we'll ever get to that point but i'm kind of glad it didn't turn like it didn't turn into that so far mm-hmm. because i can imagine that i'd be much like i would like it a lot less now especially since we also can't see each other Mm -hmm. it would be a lot less enjoyable if we were also just doing the videos alone yeah we didn't have those like whatever wednesdays where we're on a video chat or we're doing all the intros and outros together and all that kind of stuff because we still talk to each other every weekend because because of all that stuff we still have to do
0: yeah because it i mean it's very isolating to do it this way but when we do get on those calls and we do get to do any of the filming together it like takes me back to the place where I would be like on a Sunday or a Saturday at your house just how I feel like better because I got oh I got to hang out with Kat that was fun we talked about food and we ate food and we act like idiots (laughs) (laughs) like I still need that fix
1: yeah um so have you come uh, with like are there any benefits you see of this kind of stuff doing more like videos that are like not our norm or doing videos over video chat or just not having to like drive down every weekend or whatever it is like are there benefits you've seen from it that maybe we want to keep going after this other than the ones we've mentioned already
0: i think the only benefit isn't like an actual video it's more just what we're learning and how we are continuing to try different things and not Mm -hmm. get not stagnate anywhere yeah right because we really could have taken an easy route or we also like we could have just said maybe we were we should take a break but that actually never crossed our minds i don't think right
1: i no, it didn't cross my mind at all and we also like didn't there was no like we didn't even take a weekend off from it we were just like all right let's jump into it and try it this weekend yeah um and like we've still stayed on our schedule somehow like the videos aren't behind um, we're still a month ahead of all our videos and filming and all that kind of stuff. Um, it hasn't really disrupted the schedule, like, at all. Which is kind of mind-blowing. Yeah. I don't... It, maybe it's because... I don't know. Maybe it's because everything was such a change already that we wanted to try and keep something as, like, yeah steady as possible. Because, like, everything was changing already.
0: I, I yeah I think there's a lot of truth to that, actually, because we took... We did take off the long weekend, right? We didn't film mm-hmm. for the long weekend. And it really, I kept, felt like, oh, I don't have my my day with cat. What <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself. It's just not the same. So I think yeah. you're right. Like We would not have enjoyed it if we had just taken a break because even though it's work and it's tiring and it is a challenge, it's still something that we makes us feel good. So it's something we want yeah. to keep doing.
1: Yeah, I think we get so much more out of it that's positive then um that's negative that affects us in any way yeah um so that was like it was just something that like I never thought of like maybe we should just like take a break on our content like I've never once thought that mm-hmm. for uh, in the three and a half years that we've been doing this there's never been a point where I'm like maybe we should just take a week off <laughs> 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 and I feel like maybe that's speaks badly about us a little bit maybe we should be able to be like yeah we can just take a week off we will but the when we need time- to we're
0: just not th- at that point yet
1: yeah and at the same time like I like having this constant where it's like this is still as different as it is it is still the same it is still one one day a weekend where we get to hang out at least for a little bit mm-hmm. we're making delicious recipes whatever it is we still get to create this content and like keep something constant in somebody else's life too which I think is also mm-hmm. like a driving factor to all this is that like there's been so much change in everybody's life that like having one thing actually still not change and be the same is like can be such a relief to people yeah and it's nice to be able to provide that to even just one person
0: yeah and because it is a creative outlet for us in many ways right and then i feel like having creative outlets or just positive ways to use your energy right now. So you don't get sucked into anxious feelings or stress. That's so important right now. So the fact that mm-hmm. we can con- continue to create content for the YouTube channel and even like doing it for work too, that is has been like so key to surviving this pandemic yeah. mentally.
1: Something that I also kind of think that I took out of this is that like the podcast is actually so easy to do <laughs> apart that, like, if, like, if there's, like, a day where, like, you have to go and we ran late, like, it wouldn't be such a big deal to just, like, do the podcast the next day. We can do it each from home, whatever. It The podcast literally doesn't change at all.
0: Yeah, and we had never considered that before.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's also, like, we were just, like, we're here. Let's just get it all done mm-hmm. in one day. But, like, sometimes it, like, it's nice to know that the podcast has this kind of flexibility where we're, like, hey... Maybe we could do it on a Friday night instead because a Saturday, this Saturday, I want to leave early. Like yeah. if we're back to doing filming together this Saturday, I want to leave early because I want to do this and this, whatever. Like the podcast still has this flexibility and there's no change to it. Like this is still fun. Mm-hmm. It's still fun to do. We the, the type of content that gets produced is not different at all. Mm-hmm. um the quality's the exact same all that kind of stuff so like it's nice to know that this still has kind of some flexibility to the point where we can like let's just do it tomorrow let's go home for the day and do it the next day when we've like refreshed a little bit
0: <laughs> yeah i mean that's what we did this weekend too right we <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> filmed on saturday and it's now sunday night and we're at seven o'clock 7 three we're like i guess we should probably do the podcast now <laughs>
1: Yeah, which but it was like really nice because then we got to enjoy the really nice weather we were having. We got to hang out in our own backyards and just kind of like chill out and enjoy the Mm weekend. And then it's now 7 p.m. when it's a little cooler. The sun's going down. And we can just like let's do the podcast now because we don't need light for it we don't need any special like circumstances for it we can just do it whenever Mm -hmm. and like because we put so much time into the other
0: content that we do we've always left the podcast to be a little bit more flexible like you said and we just like don't put as much pressure on ourselves to make it perfect Mm -hmm. it is what it is and it is Like, we definitely grow and learn from it, even though I'm sure there's lots of ways it could be better. But I think Mm -hmm. just us doing it every weekend, even that has improved. Yeah. There's still improvements that we could take. We could, like, make it more formulaic in some way. But I like Mm -hmm. that right now it's flexible, so it works for us. And honestly, I think it's also very healthy because we get to talk to each other more.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's none of this, like, we're... No stress is involved in this aspect of TMG at all. Yeah. It's literally just us hanging out talking unless the internet craps out and we get disconnected. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's been a nice like it this I feel like the podcast has been a nice constant for us. Mm-hmm. We're like it still has that flexibility, but it's still pretty much the same as it's ever been. We're sitting down in front of each other just talking. Yeah.
0: And I hope people are still enjoying our content right now in all its forms.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I hope so, too. Uh, I think I'm like I'm really enjoying it. Like as much as I do want to be able to film in the same kitchen with you again, I'm really enjoying being able to explore different content and explore the idea of like creating this new and interesting content in this whole new different situation. Like it, it makes you be more creative, I feel like.
0: Yeah, we, uh, I'm sure a lot of creatives or content creators were in a rut that they didn't even realize and now we're forced to change or to make it work mm-hmm. and we're making it work. And that's, you know, that stimulates your mind, keeps things interesting when you can't tell what day of the week it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I really liked this podcast. It was nice to like break out and do like talk about something that was a little bit more like formulaic like a little bit more of like this is an actual just podcast episode Mm -hmm. (laughs) it feels more like camera eats first again yeah and i kind of hope like obviously pandemic diaries will be back (laughs) (laughs) that has not finished but i i do hope we can start to incorporate now that we've kind of like it's guess it's taken like three months to i think fully just like process everything that's going on and obviously everyone is still processing but like it's nice to be able to incorporate some of the old, like, camera eats first back into this.
0: hmm And if anyone who's listening has topics that they are interested in listening to us talk about, we would love to hear them because that mm-hmm. helps us, you know, do less pandemic diaries content and more camera eats first or just, like, helpful, useful, resourceful conversations, which is I, yeah. what we hope to have achieved today. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we would love to hear from our listeners.
1: Yeah, if there's like a topic on social media or food blogging or food photography or videography, whatever, like all the stuff we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that we talk about. Yeah, um, let us know if there's anything that piques your interest. We would love to have a discussion about it. Yeah,
0: and you can check out our recipes at twomarketgirls.com, and we are Two Market Girls on YouTube. We're also two market girls on all of the socials Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest. You can find us there with delicious food and beautiful photos and nice videos and funny captions and all that good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right, subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss future episodes. And you know what? Share it with a friend because yeah. sharing is caring.
1: Sharing is caring.
0: Okay, thanks for listening
1: yeah bye Bye.